Why, hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in a podcast. podcast. A relationship advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. Well, Stephanie, we're back against all odds. We've made it. Last time, so we recorded Monday? Is that yesterday? It was basically like the best podcast episode. Like Ira Glass couldn't even touch it. It was that good. You'll never know. You'll never know. Then it got lost to the ether. We ended up having tef- technical difficulties and it didn't record over. So here we are. Uh, but you know what? Doing it again. You know what that means? What? I get twice as much staff time as I normally would. I'd rather it was just done, but <laughs> <laughs> I love spending time with you, but it was so good. It was really, really good. And so we're going to do our best to replicate the goodness with the, you know, we'll have different jokes. You know, sometimes, sometimes just things are better spent, um, especially between the couple. And those are our jokes in our heart that we get to keep together for our, ourselves. Uh, so... <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up something. Um, as, as the researcher of the group, you can do. I'll, I'll allow you to do that. So, yesterday, I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but the train wreck of a TV show that I love to watch called The Bachelor was on. Oh my goodness! And we did something that we don't normally do because if I you're watching can't. The Bachelor, your standards are already kind of low, right? Uh, I mean, it's 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 a modern day soap opera, I'd say. So spoilers. So the next Honestly, two minutes. If you don't know what's going on, you're either not watching and you don't care, and that's basically it. But you should care because this show is a disaster. So The Bachelor is not a great show. It's trash TV. Mm-hmm. But I watch it because I spend all day doing like intense things, and I just need this is my way to escape. Right. When you're super smart, sometimes you need to just like unplug your brain. And so I think that that's very kind. So (laughs) what happened this time that made it especially awful, although each year it gets progressively worse, is that The Bachelor picked someone, Mm -hmm. but then he ended up going back and being like, actually, I like the other contestant more. Which has happened before. Yeah, that's not a new thing for The Bachelor. Well, it happened once before with Jason Mesnick. I think that's his name. Jason. Mm -hmm. But what makes this one special is he dumped the first girl, Becca, and then they taped it and played it back unedited. Yeah, and they made it like a big deal. Like, this is the longest uncut reality show thing ever ever on network tv and it's like why are you trying to promote this thing that ended up being probably one of the worst things i've ever seen on television it was really bad it was about an hour long and it was basically watching this poor innocent woman getting dumped and then the bachelor kept saying i'm gonna leave and then he would leave and then come back and leave and then come back and she would keep repeating can you leave and he would come back and then there'd be so we stopped watching. Yeah, he has some um, he has some relationship issues. I think he needs to work through. All that is to say, The Bachelor's trash TV, and once again, just proved itself. 
But I mean, I don't honestly, I would in the past, I would say, yeah, I'm going to keep watching this because it's the, it's I don't the best. Know. I know after this. I but yeah, I've been watching a lot of pro wrestling and I think I prefer that to The Bachelor right now. At this point, like there's an and then I woke up and I was like, well, I'll just Google what happened. There's a two hour finale tonight. And both of us were like, we can't watch it. We could do a whole episode on the relationship like garbage that went down in this episode last night. It was the worst. And I am very The Bachelor hasn't proved itself recently to be like. Of like an as if it, as an upstanding citizen of a television show, it's already a crap show. My standards are already low. Yeah, this crossed the line. This crossed the line. We are done with you, Beth. Well, I don't know if I want to say that. This was low. This was low. This is pretty low. But uh, so, Stephanie, I'm glad we got to get that out of our systems because. So speaking of things that aren't crap shows. <laughs> This is Two Peas in a Podcast. Uh, It's a relationship podcast from two people that like each other very, very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, So not Ari and Becca. (laughs) Oh, burn. Too soon. And uh, what do we do here? We have two segments. The first part is P's and Q's, where Uh we take a question from your pod squad and talk about it. And then the second part is the split, where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines. Sometimes we do listicles. Sometimes we do heavy research articles. And we talk about those. And what I love is I come in not knowing what it is that you're going to talk about. This time I have a little heads up because, like I said, we did we've done like a whole, <laughs> a whole like ream of material before. Now we're going to try to recreate it as best as possible. But I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. That's too much pressure. Whenever you're like, oh, this is going to be great, I'm immediately like, it's going to be terrible. Well, let's put it this way. But there's been about 24 hours between then and now, and I, let's just say I forgot a lot. (laughs) And so I think it'll be fine. It'll be good. Good. Let's just pretend we're starting over from scratch. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. pressure. Don't put pressure on me right now. I'll I'll relieve you of the pressure, and I'll just go first. Let's hear it. With my part of the show, P's and Q's. Okay. So if you... Are new to the show P's and Q's, you send us a question and we answer it. We give you wisdom to better your life and the life of those around you, most likely your loved ones, because this is about relationships. And so this week we have a question from Stefan. And Stefan says, Dear P's, I definitely rushed into this current relationship I'm in. My girlfriend is super cool, but I feel like it's going way too fast. How can I tell her I want to slow down without hurting her feelings? And that's from Stefan. Well, Stefan, sounds like you got yourself in a little bit of a pickle, don't you? <laughs> what if people actually got themselves into pickles? Ooh, I am very small and vinegary right now. No, I want a pickle. Mm. I think yesterday I said I had an analogy for this. Oh, yes, you did. I'm going to try not to keep coming back to yesterday, but the analogy was... So, Stefan, your relationship Mm -hmm. is you driving a car. Oh, yes. And you're seeing that there's a brick wall up ahead Mm -hmm. because someone designed the road very poorly. (laughs) (laughs) And when there's a brick wall ahead, what are you going to do? You are going to probably do one of two things. Mm -hmm. You're either going to hit the brakes or you're going to crash into the wall. Or you could slow down and drive around it. No, you can't. No, you can't. Okay. There's only two options. Oh, there's only two options. And so I think what you yeah. need to do here for the analogy is you don't want to hit the brick wall. No, no, and no, Hitting no. the brick wall would mean... Death. 
So you're in this relationship forever. You get married too fast. You got three kids. You end up resenting her. By the 30 time- <laughs> years down the line, you've got 12 grandkids. And then you're like, you know what? 60 years ago, we rushed into this. Yeah. You've hit a brick wall. Grandkid 13 comes out and you're like, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm ready for this yet. You hate your life. You've lost all your hair. You're on your 12th job. We talked to this one lady who said that their whole lives her and her husband had taco night and it wasn't until like 20 years later where he was like you know what i don't really like tacos yeah and married 20 years never said a thing about hating taco tuesday they they had a, their relationship was was good so think about that people with good relationships still have some little things like this to hang on that that kind of like are brick walls in the road i guess and so think if you start with that major brick wall so then the other thing is, if you don't want a brick wall, what can you do? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? You can pump the brakes. Pumping the brakes is a good idea. So or hit the brakes. Tap the, the brakes, brakes. Tap the brakes. Slowly caress the anti-lock brakes. Anti-lock brakes. Those are like pumping the brakes automatically. Um, there's all kinds of braking systems you can use. And I would say one of them would be you can't bet on not hurting your girlfriend's feelings. Yeah, that. I think that. Is probably going to end up in hurting her feelings a little. You are either going to make her super excited because she was like, oh, I thought we were going too fast too. And I thought this is what you wanted. That is the best case scenario. That is the best case scenario. Or the worst case scenario is she super freaks out. But either way, you've got to do what you've got to do. And I think really, like you said, the only way that this turns out, if you don't see anything, is a bigger disaster down the road. Yeah, definitely. And I think that pumping the brakes here would be good because I think there are some things that are worth fighting over in a relationship. And I think one of them is where is your relationship headed? Mm -hmm. And right now you're seeing that for you, it's going too fast. And this might be a good time to discuss with her where she thinks it's going. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are disagreeing with that, I think this could be a good opportunity to get on the same page. It could be that your too fast might be hers just like regular speed and maybe you're just really really slow this would be a good chance like stephanie like you just said get on the same page see where things are at see where your expectations are at and kind of measure them out or if you have done that already when you've started it's good to check in every once in a while and i think to further the analogy i think if you want your braking system to last a long time in your vehicle of a relationship The best thing to do is to slowly press on the brakes. And by that, I mean, when you go into the conversation, probably don't do what Ari did on The Bachelor and just like drop a bomb, (laughs) but gradually ease into it and say, hey, I'd like to have a conversation conversation ship. That's a great word. I'd like to have a conversation with you about our relationship. That's a portmanteau my friend James told me about. (laughs) And then I think you could say something like, I've been feeling like our relationship is moving really quickly because at this point we've talked about, and then say what has made you feel like it's moving too quickly. Because would you say that the other person in the relationship is like the passenger in the car, maybe? Yes, I would. So if I, like, brake super hard, you're not going to like that. If you run into the... If I run into the wall, you're not going to like that either. If she's not wearing a seatbelt, which she might not be, danger, danger. Danger. Yeah, I I think, honestly, the, the, the part of where you say, 
Stefan, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't know. You you can't. You don't want to go in there and be careless and just be like, hey, guess what? Screw this. This is too much. Like, that's definitely going to hurt her feelings. You're not really responsible for her feelings. But at the same time, you need to have tact and you need to have patience. And you need to come in because she clearly thinks you're in some other place. And dropping a bomb like this can be huge. Well, the other thing is, I don't know your significant other. And we don't know what she's thinking and where she's Mm -hmm. at. So I feel like you need to bring this up and then give her time to react. Yeah. Because it... Maybe she's actually already like, I hate this Stefan guy. He is horrible. So I'm going to do what, you know, Kate Hudson did and how to lose a guy in 10 days and try to try to freak him out. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know where her head is at. Mm -hmm. So maybe she agrees with you or maybe it's something else. Yeah. Best case scenario, like we said, she's like, oh, God, thank you so much. Yeah. Let's slow this down. But if she's talking like puppies together and wedding day already and you drop this on her it's not gonna be awesome well i don't want to get into the trope of like the crazy obsessed girlfriend which i feel like we're rushing into a little bit because i don't know her at all but i would say go into the conversation slowly Mm -hmm. pumping the brakes but then give her time to react and respond well yeah and that's and that's just that's not trying to play an emotional game that's just being respectful like you got to be respectful with people's times and their emotions and i think um anything regardless of if it's relationship like i think it's really good if you're talking to someone who you think their expectations on are a different page than you bringing it in with respect and gently and slowly is just like the good thing to do and she may need a couple days to to process it she may need an hour she may just want to talk about it i'm not i don't know her but like you gotta, you gotta be, just be ready to say what you gotta say in a loving way, and then kind of deal with what comes next patiently. Yeah, and give her like I, I like what Dal said. It might take an hour. It might take her a few days, but allow her to have time to respond because you've already had time to think about this, yeah. and she hasn't. Who know you? You may have been sitting on this for months. You know, we don't, we don't know. So in your head, it's all figured out, and her, this is brand new. So you need to make sure that. When you do have this conversation, you just give her time because that's just the right thing to do. Yeah. Cool. I think I think this is a great answer, Stephanie. I think we got some good nuggets in there. Good. So if you are like Stefan and uh, or Stefan, if you want to give us an update, we would love to hear on our Facebook page or on Twitter if you've gone through this and how you've maybe had to pump the brakes and how that went down. When we post the episode in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash podcast. Uh, give us your input on relationship stuff where you've maybe had to pump the brakes. We'd love to hear it. Love to talk about it. So, like I said, join our group. You can also hit us up on Twitter. Pr- pretty much wherever you go on social, if you type in P Podcast, you will be able to find us. Um, so that is that. And if you have any other more personal questions, you can send those to us at contactppodcast at gmail.com and we will get them on the show. Yep. All right, Stephanie, you know what time it is? What is with this? What? We were doing the same sound effect for the first 49 episodes, (laughs) and now, like, suddenly... It's episode 50. I'm feeling extra festive. So, now it's time for... 
No. No. One more time. Same sound okay. effect. Ready? The split. <laughs> Where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines and talk about it. I am ready to talk. I'm, I'm ready to listen because I spent a lot of time talking at the first half and now I'm ready to sit at the feet of the research master and learn the good oh, things. Oh, don't talk about me like that. I hate that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. You just like, yeah, yeah, you're good at what you do. Um. So today's article talks about machines and something that science is studying called... <laughs> What? Called interpersonal synchronization. Ooh. So interpersonal synchronization is a newer field that people are studying. Huh. And it's the notion that people's brain waves can sync up with each other. Okay. I've had some time to think about that. And this is this is just wild to me. Like I've never even like I've heard about like circadian rhythms and like sleep cycles kind of syncing up, but brain waves? Yeah. That's crazy. And it's a newer field. Um, and then this article was published February twenty sixth. So it's a newer article. That's like oh, it was a leap month last month, so who knows how many days away that was. That was like a week ago. So new article, newer field of study, but the research article we're gonna be talking about is called Brain to brain coupling during hand holding is associated with pain reduction. Okay, so <laughs> I feel that that title just kind of takes a left turn at the end. It's like brain waves. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm on it. Hand holding. I'm like, okay, I okay, can do okay, that. okay. Pain reduction. I'm like, what? What? what is this about? Because they don't usually do a lot of pain stuff in uh, people research, right? Nope, not too much. <laughs> Getting a study approved where you're going to inflict pain on a research subject is kind of hard to do. Kind of tricky. But they did that. So, all right. So, this research was done by Pavel Goldstein, Erit Weissman Fogel, Guillaume Dumas, and Simone G. Chimestury. Very cool. And it showed up in a fancy little journal (laughs) that I like to call. No, this is the actual title. This was in The Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. <laughs> Sounds like a group of swell individuals. Party animals. Party only playing the hits. So the Panassa of the USA. Panassa USA. That's right. Nice. So... The lead author, uh, Goldstein. Mm-hmm. Pavel, old Pav. That's right. All right. <laughs> so I, I like to call him P-Dog. P-Doggy? P-Doggy. I guess. I don't know. P-Giddy? Because <laughs> he's Goldstein? Okay. So he found that when he held his wife's hand uh, while she was giving birth to their daughter, her labor pains didn't hurt so bad. Oh, that's so romantic. So... From that experience, he decided he wanted to study whether when you held hands with someone, whether your brain waves synced up and then what that did to your body. Like, what was the response to that? Hmm. Now, like, that sounds like a very well-intentioned 
very sweet kind of study. I think so. And I feel like I've had that experience where I've been in pain and then you holding my hand helped me feel better. Yeah, I guess that's something I've never really thought about. I've just known that like when I was a child and my mom was near me if I was sick. It just was comforting. I think I've always thought about you being near as like a comfort. And I never actually thought about what that well what was I being comforted from like you know pain sickness but I never realized it had anything to do with like my brain waves I know Whoa. I didn't either spooky um so they studied 22 heterosexual couples that were between the ages of 23 to 32 and had been together for at least one year okay and so it's a smaller study but because it's a new field of study it's I think it's totally cool that they're just like, 22 couples, let's see if there's anything there before we go cray-cray. Kind of like, let's see if there's anything here, you know? Like that sentence I just said? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> It's like 10, it's like 10, 15 at night, just tired. <laughs> it's like when you make something new, like a new <laughs> batch of cookies, you're like, I'm going to trick a little batch. You don't want to blow your whole grocery load on cookie dough. When you don't know if you can make cookies. Right? So That would be terrible. Now I'm going to talk about how they designed this study. <laughs> now that we've blown our cookie load. <laughs> Grocery load. Different. So there were these 22 couples. And then they made the couples wear these caps. And they're called... EEG caps, or the full word is <laughs> egg caps, electroencephalography caps. That's very sexy. So they use these caps to study uh, whether people have epilepsy because they monitor brainwaves. Very nice. But you can also use them in studies like this because you put them on someone and they're able to like look at your brain activity. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, kind of a simple way to to put that. But I'm going to call it an EEG because saying the other word just takes a really I don't long even time. remember what the real words were. <laughs> so good. EEG sounds good. So 22 couples. And then they had both people wear these special caps that are monitoring their brain activity. Okay. Very nice. So then they had the couples go through three different scenarios. Mm-hmm. So in the first scenario, the couples were sitting together, but not touching. Hmm, that's not a very good good place. <laughs> well, we're sitting together and not touching. Well, we are, we are podcasting, so it's like we're touching in our, with our brains. <laughs> then the second scenario was they were sitting together, holding hands. That's a good. I like that. That's nice. And then the third scenario was they were sitting in separate rooms. That sounds pointless. Why were they even doing that? So they did those three scenarios, but then mm-hmm. there's a twist. Ooh, a, t- a twist. So remember I mentioned the pain? Oh, yeah, the pain. I'd forgotten about that part. So. Because they got their brain things going. And they're like, okay, waves. All right. So our friend P Dog, P Dog, whatever. Yeah. So the lead author. <laughs> So all this was brought on because his wife's pain was reduced in labor while she was holding his hand. Okay. So uh, they repeated these scenarios, but then they put heat pain on the woman's arm. Oh, like a little bit of hotness. 
Yes. And then they had put the cap on her and then they measured the different scenarios. So you're sitting together not touching, sitting together holding hands, sitting in separate rooms, and then the woman is feeling pain. What happens with brain activity? Okay, so they're just... So that's pretty, pretty straightforward. It's like, does uh, their, your proximity to your partner change anything? Yep. Okay. So then the researchers looked at the what's called the alpha mu band, and Ooh. that's related to brain activity. I'm not in neurosciences, so give me... Don't tweet at us. So my friend Mandy listens to this, and in her research, she uses these caps. Really? Mandy, if I'm messing it up, feel free to comment and tell me everything I'm doing wrong. No one else. Just Mandy. (laughs) Just Mandy. So uh, the researchers looked at the alpha mu band, which is a wavelength and brain activity that's associated with focused attention. Mm. And so if they see this wavelength, it basically means the couples are in sync is my understanding so it's not just that it makes you feel better but the brains actually start like dipping and diving and up and downs at the same rate yes whoa you got this cap on you're doing these different activities are your is there interpersonal synchronization in your brainwave activity that that's crazy isn't that insane that's amazing that's this is my understanding of what they're looking at so i just got chills (sighs) So here's what they found. Okay. Three three main findings. All right. Number one. One. When the woman was in pain and the couple could, could not hold hands. Hmm, the saddest one. I know. Brain wave sinking decreased. Yeah. I know. That makes me feel sad. So if I'm in pain and you can't be around me, our brain waves aren't sinking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... When they did this scenario where the couple held hands, they found the other two findings. It caused their breathing and their heart rates to sync up. That just blows my mind. So just holding hands with your partner, you're breathing, and your heart rate is syncing up. And then they found that there was a slight reduction in bodily pain. Because remember, they Mm, had... The hot arm the hot the hotness the hotness on my arm so all in all they found that holding hands kind of made you sync up a little bit and helped reduce pain a little bit that's because that's like it's almost like two different things like your brain and then the pain and it's just that's amazing and so the implications of this are first of all it's a small sample but I think what it's saying is there's room for potential to keep looking into this. I think it's worth going into. I want to know, because this means, have you ever seen Pacific Rim? We're just like one step closer to Pacific Rim. I haven't seen it. Well, two people, it takes to drive a big robot, and their brains sync together, and they can drive a big robot together. That's what's happening next. And then they, find, then they fight monsters from the depths of the earth. That's the fourth scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Couples where their brains were sinking were more successful in defeating large kaiju. It was great. <laughs> Starring the rock. <laughs> Probably. <sighs> well, the same person that made Pacific Rim, Guillermo del Toro, also won an Oscar for He his... did not direct yeah, that did the he? Same same guy, yeah. He's well, all about monsters. How timely. Water time or whatever it's called. Magic water. Sheep you know, water. as we're t- we saw that as we're talking about this, the baby is kicking like crazy. 
in my little baby bump. So I feel like she's interpersonally synchronizing oh, to this conversation. All sunk up. And she is just a big, big fan of Oscar winning movie shape of water i know like i don't even have an eeg cap on but i think that's what's happening i can see your moo waves just rolling <laughs> yep <laughs> Ooh, baby. rolling 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 are your moo waves dipping and diving because i know mine are i can feel it I... they are <laughs> you want to go sync up are those are your moo waves are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> both <laughs> It's late. It's late. You know, we could interpersonally sync up a little later if you want. That's true. Stephanie, this was a great article. I'm really, I hope that they do more and we can do a follow up. Yeah. And, you know, I think that would be really cool. So, you know, this is the kind of great content we love talking about on the show. And so if you'd like to discuss this, if you feel that maybe you and your partner have had some brain syncing, I don't know if this, if they're going to research like twin magic um, or twin psychic powers, but I do think that uh, if you have experienced twin magic or psychic powers or uh, moo wave linking, synchronous, interpersonal synchronization, um, I don't know. Give us a story. We love hearing about these kinds of things. Well, and that's what's interesting about the article is this was 22 heterosexual couples that had been together for a year, but what about other people? And what if the pain was on not the female partner? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you switch that up? What if it's strangers? What if it's a nurse holding the hand of a patient? I think there's different scenarios they could look into. Lots of good combos. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, if you've got any ideas for uh, articles for us to go over, if you see something new in the news that's really piquing your imagination, send it our way. And we'd love to hear your feedback about this article about our uh, brains syncing up. And having less pain from our good friend P-Dog and the good buddies over at the Mom Wow Usa or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a link for you to the article so you can check it out for yourself in, excuse me, in the show notes. And uh, we'll we'll have some more stuff coming at you next week. So I think, Stephanie, that wraps up our stuff for today. Thank you, episode number 50. Episode number 50. They said it couldn't be done. No, they didn't. But it was done. We are the the oldest podcast, and we are just happy to have had such a good run. And we're excited to get on to episode 51 next week. To another 50, my love. To another 50, indeed. So if you like what you hear, share it with your friends. We would love to spread the goodness of the Peapod Squad to all the corners of the this round earth of ours. This big, blue, beautiful ball that we all live on. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also, we are newly on Stitcher. It's a premium podcast service, and it is a very cool app you can get on your phone, and you can uh, listen to us there as well. And wherever you listen to us, make sure you give us a comment, a heart, a like, and a five-star review, because that really helps us spread the word and uh, keeps us doing what we are doing also like to shout out to our friends at the Podcast Elite Network. We are a part of their family of podcasts, so check them out on Facebook. And uh, Stephanie, is there anything else? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much. Brain sinking. Mm-hmm.